it's Zoe Day. And Eddie Day. And we're your favorite couple. And we're your favorite couple. <laughs> That's it. No more, no less. Just listen. <laughs> we're going to make it feel a lot less lonely when you're doing that boring stuff around the house. We ask questions from our Twitter followers and our socials, and we answer them as honestly and candidly as we feel comfortable. Yeah, we want to make you feel like you're sitting in the room with us. And so you know that your dark sense of humor is not alone. Because ours is darker. (laughs) So just plug in and listen to us anytime you're looking for a laugh or just a little bit of a different perspective on life's topics. This is our podcast, What What a a Life. This episode will be a little bit different than the other episodes. We are going to fill you in with something that's a huge change in our life, and we'll probably, throughout our podcast series, we'll randomly discuss this new adventure, which is us moving to Costa Rica. We decided to kind of fill in our followers a little bit more details of what's going on currently in our lives. And the last few weeks, we've been really working on minimizing our belongings, getting things prepared and fixed up around our homes, and just planning ahead on what we need and what we want to take to Costa Rica when we move there. I think it would be fun to fill our listeners in today on how we decided we're moving to Costa Rica, when, and some of the details related to that, what we've been doing, and then you know what we have planned going forward. In 2016, we kind of got the bug to move out of the country. Move out of the country. We're looking at different options. You know, I think the top three were always Canada, New Zealand, and Costa Rica. Yeah, those were always the top three. And we didn't really, at that point in time, we didn't have a way to move there. We didn't have online jobs. We didn't really have like access to jobs in any of those locations because it's kind of hard to move if you don't already have a job or have money already. So we kind of were like, um, I guess we're stuck here in the United States for now. And we both had bucket lists that have learning how to speak Spanish and living in a country where we're forced to speak Spanish. So last year when Costa Rica opened up their digital nomad, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it was 2019. I don't know. Either way, it was the last couple of years. They just, they just, it's it's a relatively new visa, I think. It is. And it's really actually booming. I think it has a similar weather to like southern florida so it's warm and then rainy season it rains for an hour or two and then it's sunny again and it's just consistent weather all year round so it's beautiful so yeah so for us deciding on costa rica it kind of was all the stars aligned we got into creating only fans last year which is our full-time jobs and we do that all online so it was completely doable and then you just have to prove your income which was completely doable and then it had the right climate for us plus Spanish speaking. So yeah. it kind of checked all the boxes Beach, for us. sort of mountains, volcanoes, a lot of nature. It's got like a really strong yoga community, so I'll be able to get deeper into that. That'll be fun. We also were inspired by the move in late 2022 by the Hannisons. Yeah, that's kind of what jump-started our thoughts again, because honestly, we were both like, oh, I guess this is just where we'll, we'll stay. We'll just 
continue our lives here where we're living now. And prior to living in our current home, we were considering being full-time RVers. So yeah. living that whole counterculture life has already been in our minds. Yeah, We've done a little bit of homeschooling with the kids before. So it was kind of like, we can make anything work. Let's just give it a shot. But I think what's cool at first when we decided to move down to Costa Rica, we're like, you know, what we'll do is we'll just homeschool them and we'll figure it out from there. But we actually found out that Costa Rica has a bunch of really good international schools. So that's something that's that we found out about that's like another benefit to us moving. Every time we find out something else, we're like, oh, this is another reason why we should be living there. Yeah. And I think for me, even in the beginning, I kind of thought Costa Rica was less developed than what we're learning. Like every single time we learn more about Costa Rica, it's just like they have, you know, they have have. wineries and breweries, like even you can go tasting at. Yeah. It's a pretty Those are kind of things I wouldn't expect in. And like what we consider a third world nation. But like in all honesty, it's it's just as first world as here, you know, and it's, it's it's a very sl- much slower environment there. So people aren't in a rush to get places and they're just like, they're just enjoying life. So that's something that we... Those are just huge factors for yeah, us. We're just kind of tired of that like... Rat the, race. Yeah, the rat race mentality. So, you know, we understand you have to work hard to achieve your goals, but it became to the point like in 2016 when we decided we're like, we're just tired of chasing this unnecessary dream that that's not for us. Our dream is tropical warm weather and doing what we love adventure adventure yeah yeah just trying something new i know there's a list of things that we plan on trying when we get there one of the main things for me is learning to surf yeah i want to see you surf i want to see you surf in a thong it's gonna be sexy i also got nervous thinking about i was like wait i also usually don't like swimming very far out into the ocean because i'm already freaked out by sharks so i'm gonna have to be very you have to get over your fear work on my swimming maybe i need some swim lessons these Think there's yeah, like, I'll teach you how to you swim. There's some hot I've private seen, instructors. Yeah, me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I've saved multiple children in my life. Yeah, but you didn't teach them to swim. Yeah, because I was too busy saving them from dying, and they weren't even my kids. I saved multiple kids at Lake Michigan. Almost every year I go, there's at least one kid I have to save because the parents like, hey, don't go too far, and then they start floating off in a raft and almost die, and I have to like swim out to save them. And like, what's gonna happen after oh, we leave? Just, every summer just, there's gonna be at least more one deaths. Dead kid. Yeah. yeah, deaths have risen this year. <laughs> 2024 he death wasn't rise. there to save them <laughs> yeah. you asshole you know and i'm always like i always look mad when i'm doing because i'm like what are you parents doing chase your damn kid i guess i'll save your kid I'll well be you a hero. actually look mad all the time so just resting bitch face <laughs> no actually when you're out in the sun you look you look pleasant. Okay, you're usually just, high and smiling. Well, yeah, you can't be mad when you're like next to the. You only the look big body pleasant. You're not actually pleasant <laughs> to be around. So you ended up looking into how we could make the move to Costa Rica work. So after getting inspired by seeing like the Hannisons move, and they came from the UK, and it's much closer to go to Costa Rica here from here than it is there. So we're like, okay, well, let's try it out. They sold everything they had. And we were like, we can do this because we want to be minimalist. We started selling everything in our home. We're at the point where we only have our beds and pretty much two chairs. Furniture. Well, not two chairs. We have our two couches. Well, that's what I mean. But like our kids, we've, yeah, we've, been, we, eating, we've... we've been eating food off of our suitcases <laughs> as our tables. 
We're just getting used to a very like cozy. Yeah, we're like my closet is now only my suitcase. We've gotten all of our clothes down to a single suitcase. Our well, most of us. Have. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah let me... I have a suitcase and a closet, but a lot of that's going to be gotten rid of before we move. It's just yeah. summertime stuff for this year. Before we decided on choosing Costa Rica, did you have any idea about that country? Did you know anything about it? Only that you know, I've heard really good things about it every time anyone's ever been there. That it's just beautiful. I knew their slogan was Pura Vida and that it was just like a, I knew it was also a blue zone. So I knew there were like these health benefits to living there, both like physically and mentally. But to be perfectly honest, I never knew much past there was a a rainforest there. Yeah, it's a cool place. I was there when I was like 12 or 13, I think. My family went and we traveled like we were there for two or three weeks and we drove ac- across the country. My parents rented a car. It's pretty sweet. One of the places we stayed at, this is like this whole country just, I fell in love with it when I went. When we were driving across the country, I have two stories that are super cool about animals. And one, we were driving through, I don't know, a small mo- kind of jungly mountain town. And there was this little kid, probably three or four, holding what looked like a stuffed animal on the side of the road. So we drove past, we turned around, came back and the mother came out and this kid was holding a baby three-toed sloth and this it was just like Mm. and the mom said that a pack of wolves or a pack of dogs had killed the mother and the baby was left so they just like were trying to raise it so it didn't die and my dad gave him you know some money as a like thank you for letting us see this we got to hold the sloth it bit my brother it was pretty cool (laughs) okay so what's your other animal story we were at this resort and there was we're on the second story and we wake up and there's like howler monkeys just wake you know instead of birds chirping there's birds there too but it was most just like howler monkeys screaming at the windows and they're crazy so like we got to see those we go down and we're sitting at breakfast and it's kind of this bar and just like a bunch of fruit and there's it's like a bunch of seats so it's like me my brother an empty seat and then there was a monkey sitting there and so the bartender whatever he was he was just handing us all plates of fruit and we could pick whatever we wanted and he would just hand this monkey a piece of fruit while we're eating and he's just and this monkey is just literally sitting next to us on the bar stool eating like it was like you know (laughs) did you also get a room <laughs> That's adorable. It was, so it was like a little monkey? Yeah, it was a little monkey. And it was just like, okay, this is what life is like in Costa Rica. And I doubt that's how it is everywhere. But were like, you guys staying at resorts or what? Um, We stayed at some resorts, but like on the on the coast, we stayed in resorts. In the middle, we were kind of staying, staying at like cottages. And there's one experience that like threw me off when we were, uh, we were at one of the volcanoes and we were staying in a cabin. We get in there and there's a bat hanging from the window, uh, like the screen, a little teeny bat, like the size of a mouse. I'm like, oh God, there's a bat. So we call room service to come get it out and i'm like oh he'll probably catch it and take it out he comes in the room we step out, it's in the bathroom so we step into the living room and we just hear thump and then we hear boom so we hear him hit it it hit the ground he opens the door kicks it out in front of the door and then kicks it out the front door and goes adios oh god it was just, me and my brother like, were just like what the fuck we weren't asking for you to kill it we just wanted you <laughs> yeah. to capture and release yeah exactly but i mean maybe they have a bat problem it threw me off that was the only negative experience but it was still an interesting experience because that dude did it so nonchalantly like it was just something that he had to re- do regularly like we stomped like cockro- those are just flies yeah like something. we stomp cockroaches they're like oh another fucking bat in the house yeah I think we should talk about the different responses that we've gotten so far when we've told people we're moving to Costa Rica. 
I think the best ones we had were were at the, went, moving, at sale. the moving sale. Yeah, just because half of the people would be like, "Oh my god, that's so cool! It's amazing!" Like I've always wanted to leave and travel and do this. It's amazing. And then you have other people like you're you're, you're doing that voluntarily. Yeah, like you're moving voluntarily. Why why are why? you leaving here? Like um, I mean, right now we can just clarify the weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't like winter, and um, we're here. Ocean. I don't know. I think a lot of those people who question the move are people who live more in a a homeostasis and fear mindset. You definitely have to be someone that's willing to take super risks. I mean, this is a huge risk. We're selling literally everything we own. We have we have to literally minimize it to what we can carry on our back or pull in our hands. So what are what are we taking with us? Each of us have a checked bag. So there's four checked bags. Each of us have a checked bag. We each get a carry on bag. But we own, but one of us can't have a carry-on because we're taking one of our cats, so that'll count as a carry-on. And then we each get a backpack. So that'll be all of our items. That'll be our clothing. That's what we're moving with. Our, that'll be our clothing. That'll be some like household items that we take because certain household items are just cheaper here than they are there. Um, it'll be any of our electronics or so lighting and all that type of stuff. And then our kids have their check bags, which are pretty much just stuffed to the brim with their toys. toys. Yeah, so, <laughs> And that's totally fine with me. It's like, bring your toys that you really, really love. And They've been really uh, receptive well, and receptive of getting rid of their shit. Oh, yeah. You know? like, They're better than me. Oh, God. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm like, wait, I might need this. My sewing machine I haven't used in five years. We told all of our family members that we're moving. Yeah. And almost everyone was like, cool, or I'm jealous. Or they, they at least told us that. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually like, how could they? To me, it feels like we're writing a part of our stories that not a lot of people are brave enough to write. I think that it's not necessarily that people aren't brave enough to write. I don't think that people have been put and taught that like taking risks is the best way to live. Like it feels so good rather than just kind of just coasting through life and just kind of playing that the easy card and it's it's the nice safe to do the, card yeah and you know you play safe you hang out you just for us we are just like fuck it let's see what happens let's see what happens let's take this risks so let's have some fun let's explore life because by the end you know it's not necessarily about what you've gained monetarily or your possessions it's like what story do you have to leave with yeah everybody can have the same things in the end but nobody's gonna have the same experiences as you yeah it's a story we're all we, all we are each of us is just a story and like what story do you want to make your story do you want your story and like your story can change throughout your life throughout your life like i have at least like six or seven different stories within my own giant story (laughs) that don't completely go together and that's what's crazy is everything about you changes and so you might as well just jump into the fucking deep end and see what the fuck happens the healthcare system there is actually pretty fucking good and a lot less expensive yeah. Like medical. You pay like $100 a month. I think for the whole family. Like $100 a month for the whole family. And that's pretty much like full coverage. So like being, yeah, once you become a resident, you get like kind of full benefits of the healthcare system. But as an expat, you pay for private insurance and that lets you go to a private hospital that they have doctors that speak English and Spanish. But for $100 a month, that's drastically less than what it is here in the United States. And the doctors are just as qualified. Oh, yeah. Honestly, if not, we'll go to Cuba because they have the most doctors per capita in the world. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would just fly over to Cuba. And get your... What are you going to get done there, babe? 
plastic surgery I'm gonna get butt, on your butthole? I'm going to get butt implants. Butt I cheek. knew it was something butt related. Butt cheek yeah. implants. Nice. Well, I guess I should probably go down to Brazil for that. Yeah, they do love plastic surgery down there. Probably cheaper than the United States. What would I don't, it take I don't... to have booty implants? Like, what if those start to sag down? <laughs> And you just have like giant hamstrings and a Man, flat you, butt. You have no butt, but you're like the back of your legs are. Damn, look at them hamstrings. Weird. That's plump. Weird. Or when you wore booty shorts, your whole butt cheeks are hanging <laughs> Can you please put your butt cheeks away? Yeah, squeeze those back up your legs. <laughs> Do you remember watching that one show where he got the calf implants? Oh, God. What a ridiculous thing. <laughs> just fucking exercise, bro. Such a weird thing. Honestly, whatever. If people like plastic surgery, I don't really give a shit. I don't think I would do it. I don't really have a reason to do it. Maybe if I got older and super self-conscious about my like wrinkles, maybe, but I doubt it. I'll probably just get a new face, kind of like that movie Face Off with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah, just switch my face. I'm done with this face. Trade it out. I'm going to get a new one. Why not? I don't know. When it's advanced <clears throat> enough like that. Yeah, exactly. We'll just peel it off of one person and put it on me. You can call me Texas Chainsaw Massacre Man. Ew. <laughs> I'm hungry. Now that we're talking about p- peeling people's faces <laughs> That's off? weird. Just in my mind. I, start, like, I like, zoned oh, out. Like, oh, yeah, sandwiches. <laughs> Face sandwiches. I was thinking more like wraps. Well, yeah, because it's skin, I guess. Yeah. yeah it makes... <laughs> How weird. <sighs> so one of the things that's really cool is we are using some services to help us with the relocation. And they have like a platform where we can research different regions and learn about things. I mean, they even send us news articles on like how to go grocery shopping in Costa Rica, you know, just kind of things that you wouldn't think about here. And one of the parts of the platform shows you, you know, rentals that we can choose from and plan ahead now. So it's, we'll find, you know, like a three to six month rental in a region and then kind of go from there. And so some people that I've told that to, they're like, you haven't been there like 10 times and know exactly where you want to go. Nope, not really. But you know, we have an idea and it's, Part of part the of life, advent- part of the adventure, it. yeah, part of the adventure, and it'll be it'll be great. There'll be and honestly, there's a lot of development, a lot of cool houses where we're looking at. It's relatively a decent sized city, and it's got a bunch of cool stuff going on. So there's restaurants and bars and just oh, I loved and- when she said she had a babysitter already. Oh and yeah, that was babysitters exciting. are only all right. All the moms get this three dollars an hour. $3 an hour. I, I could not even believe that. And yeah. I and she said she trusts her kid with them. So, you know, that's a bonus. Yeah. Uh, like babysitters <laughs> for $3. I'll even pay five. Almost double their Just whole salary. <laughs> Guaranteed. Get, yeah. So that I thought was really exciting. It feels like, you know, already moving down there will be a cool environment of meeting new people and experiencing and the area already, and already know some people there. Yeah, and there's there's already like Facebook groups and groups that we can get involved in right when we get there to to make friends and and honestly there's almost like 70,000 people from the United States that live in Costa Rica currently at any one time and it's growing because of this digital nomad thing more and more people are taking their money and going down there cuz it's it's not necessarily cheaper, it's just it's almost it's quality and quality, cost yeah. you get. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. So some of the random things that I've looked for to are like, um, are there nudist speeches? Are there I swingers? Yeah. Like just kind of wanting to know like what kind of people, yeah. People are we going to know be able to meet and you know, how much of A our lot. current like interests will we still be able to maintain down there? 
Yeah. And so what did you find out? I really found, I think I ended up searching more of by the region where we're moving to. And it was like, there are nudist beaches, but more or less because you probably won't see other humans there. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So there were like Pro- some, but none that are like dedicated. Yeah. And but then it's, a, swing- it's, a tu- it's kind of a touristy town. So there'll probably be people that are swinging travelers. Yeah. I was going to say in terms of swinging, I can't remember. I looked that up a little while ago, but I feel like there was at least an event planned in Costa Rica and in the region we are looking at. So, you know, there's still be things we could go to that are swinger related. That's cool. And I just am assuming like because of our like-mindedness meeting people down there that there'll be... Similar po- folks. Yeah. yeah, probably. I mean, it might not... It might be the same amount of options as we have where we live now. Yeah, true. Which isn't a lot, but you know. And I think it's exciting because we'll have so many friends that want to come visit us and we can really learn it and you know when we have someone visit go into another side of being their tour guide and really getting to know it yeah yeah so much to do right now that it's kind of overwhelming but it's also like overwhelming good feeling it's like good stress it's like we know there's a lot going on we know we're going to be able to accomplish it but it's like do you think if we hadn't started an OnlyFans, we would even be considering this right now i don't think so i mean if we were able to work from home and earn the same income well i had i had a work from home job before i but it wasn't at the same income level No, no it was not we have and we have a lot more freedom now so our time is able to be we yeah, I think it's time, the flexibility. You know? The biggest part is the yeah, flexibility. Yeah, because we can work in the morning till our kids go to school or get home from school, and then we can do whatever the fuck we want for the afternoon. When they go to bed, we can kind of work a little bit more. So we have our own schedule rather than being like, all right, you have to be clocked in at nine o'clock. Yeah. And that's just something that's beneficial to us. You know, continuing with OnlyFans when we get down there, already thinking about, you know, content type stuff is hoping you know, year pool. round we'll be able to be in swimsuits and outside side on the beach adventures and you know even kind of expanding from just doing only fans we kind of want to have essentially a youtube channel where we can kind of document our travel travels and our adventures and just like share more of uh what we got going on yeah because this is kind of the idea of the podcast as well trying to create this brand for everyone to be able to learn more about what we're doing how we're doing it how you could do it too well i think it has to come back to just being willing to take risks yeah and i think a lot of the girls and the guys who sign up to do OnlyFans are obviously risk takers they already are interested in counterculture and I think that's exciting, but also for the people who are just listeners, I think it gives you an encouragement to maybe just like do something different sometimes. Yeah, try something new. If you got something that you're interested in, try it. I mean, you might fall flat on your face the first time, but maybe by the hundredth time, you'll be fucking crushing it. And you have a whole story to tell then. And then it's an added, it's an added chapter to your to your story. Yeah, book of life. Yeah, I think today was kind of just a fun way to like check in on what we're doing with Costa Rica, cover just like some of the basics of where we're going, what we've done and how, you know, we're approaching it. So, you know, for the people that are listening and want to ask more questions and have more conversations about Costa Rica and what we're doing, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, reach out to us on our on our Instagram. Yes, we'd love to chat more about what we're doing and how we're doing it. Okay, so I uh, think we're done here. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to keep up with all of the stories and adventures, make sure to follow us on our socials. We'll have the links in the show notes. This is our podcast, What What a a Life.